Hello, hello. To the what up? From two, four, podcast. In three, two, one. Yo, welcome back. What's up? Having some uh, technical difficulties. This is crazy because I, I don't like I don't have any time to prepare. It's just let's go. Yeah, which is probably better. <laughs> you don't ever want to think about something <laughs> too much, All right? Oh man. So. In here with Ryan Kelly. What's the haps, dude? What's up? What have you been up to? What's it been? A week or two since we've been? Uh, two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Um, well, just more baby stuff. Uh, we were just talking before the mics came on that we had Sarah, who does our social media. She did some baby pictures, so hoping to have yeah. some of those soon. That's, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Baby Sarah's a multi-talented girl. Yeah, she does it all. She's very busy. She does it all. So <laughs> she came over and did that. Um, it was cool. And then we just been going to, you know, doctor's appointments and all that kind of nonsense that you have with a yeah. new human. Um, but it's been good. We've enjoyed it. Uh, what was, was there? A, there was a holiday in between, right? Memorial Day? Oh, yeah. Is that yeah. in between? Yeah. Had a Memorial Day. Was that in between? No. Maybe. I don't know. No, that was a month ago. No. no. That's wrong. <laughs> One's coming up. Fourth of July is coming up. Oh yeah, Fourth of July. Yes, that's my favorite holiday. Is it? Mm-hmm. Like uh, because of America or because of like cooking out and partying? Not really. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just always been like the whole like community aspect. I grew up in Latrobe, yeah. so the Fourth of July there is like off the chain. It's amazing. Like there's a there's a fair there that's like all week long. Um, tons of you know, stuff to do, food vendors, uh, you know, they got the rickety rides that yeah. <laughs> pull into town. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really fun. And, uh, you know, when I was like younger and hanging out with my buddies, we would all go down and skateboard at the stadium, which was right next to the park in Legion Ooh. Keener. And, um, we would just hang out down there and like for like a week, uh, we would just, you know, feel like we were somewhere else, like it was crazy, like a tourist uh, town or something like that. Yeah, I would always go down to Latrobe for Fourth of July because they usually do something. I think for the um, the Sunday, the banana split. Oh yeah, thing that's yeah. always featured. They banana have a couple. split fest. Yeah, yeah. Latrobe has a couple different cool things going on around this time, mm-hmm. as far as like outdoor festivals go. It's usually some pretty good food. Yeah. Have you uh, have you tried new restaurant? Uh, well, it's not new, but it's in the art center. It's called Ricolitas. No, dude. What is? It sounds Italian. Uh, sounds that way. They, <laughs> it uh, it's it's so good. Like their portion sizes are ridiculous. Like if you order a salad, it's this big, um, like a chicken salad, and it's like, I don't know, ten bucks. Yeah. And you get so much food. Like I took my mom out there for lunch one day. Um, I went down and got her from work, and was like, "Hey, let's go have some lunch." And we went up and we got salads and it ended up being like lunch and dinner. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Their food is so good. Everything's handmade, like bread, all that stuff. They make it right like in the morning. Wow. Stuff. So it's really good. Lake has some really good food. Pizza specifically. I know we talked about this in the past. I feel like Lake is the pizza spot. They've got so many good pizza places. And I don't really know if we can, if we beat them. I think they win. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. You'll have to come to my backyard someday. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's... No, it's, they have, uh, I mean, Gino's. Ginelli's. Gino. That was like the, that was the spot. Right. Um, first job, favorite pizza, all of that. Um, but uh, Falbo's, uh, they have yeah. Joeyo's if you're into that. Um, <laughs> I I used to be, like forever. Really? I love Joeyo's. And then something happened one day and I was just like, I don't, I don't know that I like, this is one of my favorites anymore. I don't know. My, my whole taste just changed. I, I have never ordered Joeyo's. I've yeah. always just eaten it if it was somewhere at like a party or an event yeah. or something. I've eaten it, but I've never gone out of my way to get Joeyo's. I don't, I don't care for it, but I'm weird. There's usually people who hate it and love it. I actually right. don't really care. I'm, I'm in the middle, I think, which is the minority. <laughs> no drama. No, no drama, drama Kelly. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's just good radio right there. Right. No drama. No drama. Um, but it's not. Everyone says it's the sweet sauce. It's not the sweet sauce. It's the sweet crust. Yeah, yeah it's sweet. the crust. So, pretty crazy. Yeah. 
speaking of drama, um, have you kind of been tuning in to what has been transpir- uh, transpiring on these uh, January 6th hearings? Yeah, so I'll be honest. I am pretty caught up with the first three. Yeah. There was one last night. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm not caught up on. Uh, I know, like, some basic details, but I don't really know, like, the bombshell stuff that was dropped. Right. So maybe you can fill in those gaps for me if you yeah. Um So yesterday, um, they they were talking to uh, the governor of Georgia and Arizona. And uh, so they were talking with them and kind of just going through the conversations that are the communications that were happening between uh, uh, Donald Trump's team and them during the election uh, in like December ish, late December. And um, so what they were saying was like really crazy stuff. Like, and this, this information is coming from, you know, renowned uh, people. Like they're not like just randoms that they picked off the street and that they're like lying to you or something. Uh, and they have recordings of these phone calls that were just like, you know, the guy was like, ah, you need to find 11,000, 11,000 votes. And they were like, well, there's, there's no votes to find. And he was like, oh, no, I know you're going to do it. I know you'll find him. Like to me, he was like, he was treating like those moments. I feel like, uh, and I have no idea, but I feel like he was treating those moments like he was on Apprentice again. Like, yeah. I'm going to show this person who is below me the business, and they are going to fold, and they're going to do what I want. Like, that's what it seemed like, and that's how almost every conversation is going. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I I, um, I have so many thoughts. This is, this is so far beyond um, just a political debate because it's, yeah. not, it's not really a debate anymore at this point. What it is, is it's an opportunity to learn to educate ourselves from a psychology standpoint, from a philosophy standpoint, which I'm really into. Um, And I mean that for, you know, political leaders, Donald Trump himself, but also the American people who, you know, actually have a strong opinion on this. And a lot of people that were just straight duped by this guy, hoodwinked, and uh, how that came about. So I have all these thoughts that I've just been working through the past couple weeks um, on this. But to speak to what you just said with Trump specifically, you know, if you, I've watched a couple of documentaries on him, you know, done some re- done some readings on him and stuff. Sure, um, this is a guy who was just given pretty much everything his entire life, and when he when he wasn't, he strong armed them in the sense that you're talking like the Apprentice style. Mm-hmm. You know, he built major towers and hotels and buildings, and then when the bill came, he just wouldn't pay it or, or certain things like that. Right. Yeah. I'm not an individual who's just you know sitting here saying everything Donald Trump does is wrong. You know, I, I don't necessarily take that stance of right, yeah. I'm on I'm on the way left and I hate the right. That's not me. Right. But I can understand an individual who is so uh, so polarizing that. The Republican Party held on to this guy, this shooting star, all the way at the top, mm-hmm. and he won uh, because he's just such a force. And now on the other side of it, where he loses, they're s- still holding on because this is their star that ha- has essentially fallen from grace at this point. Right, yeah, um, it's real. It's been really interesting, and just the the committee coming out and bringing all this. They've been at work for a year now. Uh, they obviously have some huge bombshell stuff because they've been working really hard on it and it's some stuff that we didn't know was out there. And at this point, I think it's kind of cut and dry as far as what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's wild. The amount of, uh, information that is being given to the American people, which is something that we normally don't get. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're learning things that we're not supposed to know Yeah, or that, I mean, because like, I remember, uh, whenever Biden got in, um, and there was, uh, you know, some communication back and forth about like, Hey, uh, Donald Trump was asking if the Biden campaign will, um, you know, basically, uh, uh, what would effectively just be like, uh, destroy or not destroy, but, uh, keep these documents from the public about January 6th. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was crazy to me to like sit there and like, cause that's, that's what I expected. That's what I expected all along. 
I was like, we're never going to find out what happened here. We're never going to find out any of this stuff. And uh, Biden was just like, nope, <laughs> it's coming out. Like, it's going to happen. I'm not going to block this. And, uh, you know, same deal. Um, I was, you know, I have some strong feelings of, about Donald Trump. Um, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, I think everybody knows that. Um, I did vote for Biden. Uh, now I'm not, <laughs> they're both assholes in my opinion. So like, you know, it is what it is. I remember telling a kid on Facebook one time, like, yo, the difference between you and me is that if Biden gets in and fucks up, I'll call him an asshole. Like, yeah. you know, it's exactly what you said. You'll ride this star to the very end. Yeah. And it just, uh, you know, I feel bad for, especially, um, uh, yesterday, uh, in the trial, there was a, a mother and daughter who were election workers and, uh, they're just like normal people, like normal American people, uh, two African American ladies, mother, daughter. Uh, I don't remember the daughter's name, the mother's name. Um, it, it, she's called Miss Ruby all through town. Uh, she's a small business owner, everything like that. And then to have the full weight of the president of the United States targeting you and calling you thugs and calling you uh, hustlers and all that shit because there was video of the mom and daughter at the election center and uh, they were counting votes and, you know, doing whatever. All the absentee ballots that came in late. And uh, so the Trump team, not, not so much Trump. I, I, I want to blame the team itself because they were all complicit. Um, was saying that they were passing back and forth these uh, USB drives, like secret USB drives. You could see them handing back and forth something um, every once in a while. And it turned out they were ginger mints. <laughs> they, were, they were sucking on candy. Okay? And so there's these secret suitcases that are holding all these, like, crazy, uh, you know, fake ballots, uh, uh, supposedly. And then, uh, you know, these poor ladies are apparently criminal masterminds who have uh, <laughs> things on USB drives. Um, it's just ridiculous. It's, uh, you know, and, and one of the big bombshells that uh, dropped yesterday was the fact that now, and, and the two governors that were on there are the ones who dropped this information. So, like, yeah. it was high up. Um, that there was a plan... Uh, the team itself, Trump's team, uh, planned to put in fake electors for him, like, in there. So to replace the Biden electors with these these fake electors. They get, dude, they had, like, fake credentials. Uh, they had a plan. They were supposed to hide in the Capitol these people. This was the plan. They were supposed to hide in the Capitol overnight so that when they woke up, they were in the building and they were there to uh, talk to these people and hand in their, their fake votes. Wow. Like, that's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. That's like movie shit. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's totally crazy. And like, you know, whatever my feelings are for Donald Trump, whatever. But, I mean, A, the guy doesn't quit. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but, like, Giuliani and, and this Eastman dude. Like, I've been hearing about this Eastman. Who the fuck is John Eastman? John Eastman. And finally, I realized who the hell he is. He was the cowboy hat wearing guy <laughs> on the stage the day of January 6th. He kind of looks like, uh, if you know who Dr. Michio Kaku is. <laughs> He's kind of rocking the same hairdo with a cowboy hat. Um, this dude is intense, man. Like, he's a very, uh, oh, I don't know, man. Like, what we call it in the in the film industry is, uh, you know, kind of going gorilla, gorilla style, yeah. you know? You just get out there, and it's quick and dirty, and <laughs> you do whatever you have to do to get the job done. And that's that's the way this dude handles law, apparently. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really, uh, it's been cool to watch this one because this is one of the first ones I can remember these of these congressional hearings where it's not 
um, partisan in the sense that, yeah. you know, you look at the big ones like Watergate, you look at all of them, and there's usually a sense where uh, a Democrat or Republican will say something and then the opposing side will ne- just undercut everything that they just said. And then it's just like this really long played out who's telling the truth, this side, this side, and it goes back and forth. This yeah. is this is one that's completely different, and that's the reason why it's polarizing is because it seems like everybody's pretty much on the same side of, of what went on. So much so that there's two Republicans in this committee, one being yeah. Liz Cheney. And... You know, she she's taken probably the the brunt of this. Is oh her, sure. Her yeah. point is basically being on the committee. Her point from the very beginning has kind of been, you know, I'm trying to save the Republican Party, and the best way to do that is to cut out the cancer that is Donald Trump right now. And yeah. she's trying to convince all these individuals to stop playing along because he's going to go away. Mm-hmm. And then now, what are we left with when right. when he eventually goes away? Um, and a lot of people aren't playing that game with her, so she's kind of been um, exiled from the Republican Party. Yeah. But it's it's just, it's cool to see almost this sense of everyone's kind of on the same page. Yeah, finally. Yeah. I, like, it's weird that it took this amount of uh, something to make that happen. Um, the trial, uh, I think it might have been day three when they talked about uh, Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. and stuff i mean like dude the amount of like pressuring that that guy was getting uh the fact that there were people outside <laughs> trying to physically harm him like for real fucking kill him. they were screaming hang mike Pratt. yes mike like i mean there's videos that they just released of uh you know the the total fucking whackers on that side that were like we're gonna drag him out here and kill him yeah like that's insane man yeah. Uh, you know, it's crazy. And I have political, uh, I have, uh, you know, Republican friends and all that stuff. And it's, it's not like a slam to the party at all whatsoever. Uh, it's just like, you know, all of this stuff is, is finally making the light of day. And I'm wondering, and no shade, if, if somebody on the Republican side you know, gets this evidence and does what they should do with it in their brain, process that shit and just be like, oh man, you know, that's this, this wasn't good. That's just it. Like, that's what I'm hoping people do. That's what you're supposed to do with fucking information. That's just it. That's, that's why I think we're all kind of on the same side here, regardless of what party you're in, because you have a small group of individuals who are faced with facts, including Donald Trump himself. I mean, he, he was told by, uh, by Attorney General Barr and all these mm-hmm. individuals, hey, there's absolutely nothing to back these claims up. And you have this this group of, of radical people who just listen to absolutely everything he says and gain no other information. And yeah. then, you know, this is what what happens is it ends up being uh, this insurrection, this run on the Capitol. And so um, that that's the philosophy piece I'm talking about is, mm-hmm. is you have to continuously wake up and choose to deny truth and reality in order to take a, a narrative that fits whatever you want it to fit, whatever your yeah. viewpoint is. And that's what, that's what we've come to now. Um, and it takes a giant congressional hearing showing obvious facts to bring that to light. Right. Um, and I, you know, to be honest with you, I still don't think Trump's necessarily going to go away anytime soon. Eventually he will, but, right. s- but still he's going to keep pu- pushing or the party will keep pushing. Um, he's, he's really left his mark in a, in a, in a way that, uh, you know, we're all feeling it. I also want to mention that I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to just bash one group. I think, you know, on the other side yeah. to bash the left side, cause I want to keep it equal is sure. they're using this as a great opportunity to say, yeah, yeah, we know the economy's bad, but look at what the right, Republican yeah, yeah, party, yeah. Did, you know? And yeah. so it's kind of like a, a hiding of this current situation, which and is, which is, that's, yeah. that's what we do. That's what everyone <laughs> fucking, that's what we do as a society. Yeah. It's like, you know, if there's something going on over here, media runs a piece to fucking get you all over here. Right. And, and that's just the way that it is. And like I said earlier, like I felt like we were finding out things that we weren't ever supposed to know because government and on both sides, all the way around, they hide shit. They hide shit from you. Like I, me and a few friends of mine and stuff like that, like I, I believe that there are extraterrestrials, things like that. And 
why in the fuck is it taking so long for them to just go, yeah, there are. <laughs> like, what? Come on. <laughs> you just outed a U.S. president for, you know, all the crazy shit that he's doing. Tell me there's aliens. I just want to hear it. Is that the congressional hearing you want to see? That's what I want to see. <laughs> Put an alien on the stand. <laughs> Who are you? The UFO hearings. Get, get men in black in there. <clears throat> yeah. So it's been it's been really interesting to watch. Um, on my way here, I even <laughs> I was behind a truck, yeah. and uh, the truck had a, a sticker that said, "If you don't like Donald Trump, you probably won't like me either," and I'm okay with that. Or I think that was actually it verbatim. Yeah. And I, I just the whole time I have no negative emotion except for just thinking like, what? What? Why are you so tied to this person? Like, what? What yeah. is it? Is it? Is it your belief system? Because if that's the case, then I don't necessarily think this person holds those same beliefs, right. you know? Yeah. And, and when you're talking about these higher up political figures hiding things from us, the deal is, is that they benefit off of the fear and the fighting all the time. So yeah. whether their party wins or loses, they're still benefiting financially and through power and all those types of things. And so no one's 100% for you, the American, the American right, person. At yeah. least that's, that's my, I'll, I'll say that's just for me. That's my belief is that. What are you, some kind of Alex Jones? Some <laughs> well, kind of I Alex think, Jones motherfucker? I think we're, <laughs> I, I, I won't get into this too much, but my belief is, you know, somewhere along the 50s and 60s, we turned from being a, a, a country uh, that was unified into sort of us all being individuals. Yeah. You know, we're all about being very indiv individualistic and having our own say. And I think um, that, that eventually reached the ranks of leadership and now sure. leadership is now individual looking out for self, even though it might claim I'm for the people. Uh, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. And I mean, and that's honestly, it's the craziest thing uh, was to watch yesterday and see those Republican governors uh, spill the beans. I mean, like they, it's to the point where I think that, you know, a select group of these higher ups are just so backed into a corner at this point. Yeah that it's like, you know, rats escaping a, a shinking, uh, sinking <laughs> ship. It's like, they're, they're gone, man. Like they're, they can't be tied to it anymore. Yeah. And like, there's, there's not even one minute of the day that would go by that I would consider putting a Joe Biden sticker on my fucking car yeah. or saying like, yo, if you don't like Joe, then you're a, pussy like i don't <laughs> no i don't care yeah. like i don't care that much those people are not important to me well plus you have to answer much. for that you have to answer for that constantly because someone's, exactly someone's yeah. gonna come to you and be like well what about this what about what about this and, and that's exhausting to have to constantly answer right. for another person because you're not you know jordan you're not joe biden so right you you don't have to answer for joe biden but when you put that sticker on all of a sudden well, you're you're flying that flag and it's right, like yeah. now now i encapsulate everything that is joe biden i mm -hmm. can i can get exhausting oh yeah i mean like that's what i i always think like you know the people that have all the the bumper stickers and stuff like that on their car like how many times have you come out from the grocery store and like there's a fucking dent in your in the, the door of your car <laughs> like is somebody like bashing the your car like whoops sorry my bad yeah but, like let their cart hit their car something like that it's like i wouldn't even want to put the target on my back like yeah. get out of here it's not worth it it's because not. exactly what you said everybody's out for themselves yeah and like dude you to to support something that you know this mirage uh of unity is insane because like that's what you're going to get is people just you have a target on your back and people are going to act on it. Yeah. It's almost like they're searching for a particular identity to take on. You know, I'm yeah, I'm, sure. I'm a Joe Biden person. Or I'm a Trump person. Yeah. Um, and again, it's sad that it's at that point though. Well, like why, why the fuck is it? I'm this or I'm that. And it's uh, going to be Republican or Democrat. Like, why can't you just like, uh, I'm going to be an awesome dad. I'm going to be a great fucking <laughs> barbecuer. Yeah. Uh, I want to be a skateboarder again at 39 years old. Like, yeah. dude, find something else to do with your fucking time. <laughs> well, it gets back to the, to the individual thing. You know, people are sent are looking for a sense of community. Right. And that's, that's why we have all these fights, all these wars. Um, 
it, it's because you want to you want to belong to something, and when you belong to a political party, you feel like you're you belong to this correct group, and the other side is the dark side, and I know something that they don't know, and I'm right, and then when you have this group around you that all agrees with you is. And you're watching TV shows and news channels and things that are constantly pumping the same information. Right. And you think, I'm definitely right. There's sure. no, and you know, I have this community to back me up. Um, it's really lonely to be kind of the independent in the middle and be like, actually, mm -hmm. you're all crazy. Um, and here's here's yeah, why. Right. Yeah. It's lonely. And, uh, so individuals like that, like myself, who I I don't like, I like to kind of play both sides. Is um, I don't have a group to to go to and say, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get them, boys. It's it's more like, well, actually, you're not looking at this in the right lens, and you're not looking at this in the right lens. I'm probably not looking at this in the right lens, but here's the here's the information, and that's what makes this so refreshing. This hearing is it's it's transparency. It's like this mm -hmm. is just the facts that we found. No party affiliation. This is what happened. This is the timeline. Yeah. Uh, and there's one guy that's at the center of it all. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's wild. Uh, you know, just watching them, and there, there, there does seem to be, uh, there does seem to be these uh, theatrics uh, in during these trials. Like you'll you'll see certain people when they're uh, asking questions and stuff like that, they'll just be like, "And was this the worst time of your entire life?" <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. you know what? It was the worst time <laughs> of my entire life. And it's it's just like, dude, come on! Like, I mean, you're you're putting the facts out there. Like, stick with that. Yeah. Don't don't get into. And you're extremely traumatized. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Irrecoverable. You know. Yes. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just the wild shit going on in the world and stuff like that. And you know, back to Fourth of July. I mean, it being my favorite holiday. Yeah. I mean, I really did enjoy that whole like sense of unity and community and all of that stuff. And uh, you know, it's kind of weird, like, what this whole entire, like, separation has done, and I swore to my wife that I would never say this live on a podcast, because I don't want it to be misconstrued, um, but I've explained it. it. It's kind of like, during that whole battle, uh, you know, 2020 to present, has just been this weird thing where it's like... The, it's it's almost like the American flag has been like weaponized oh, towards yeah. other people, and it's like if you're the guy that's flying your American flag on the back of your uh, you know eighty four F one fifty flying down the road, it's like you get to that point where you're like, well, I don't want people to associate me with them. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, so it's American like American patriot type. Right. Like yeah. the whole like patriot, we the people, yeah. fucking January 6th people, the people we were talking about. Yeah. And it's just like, it's very weird because like, I, I love being from America. I, I respect this country more than anything. The fact that we're allowed to sit here and do this is incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for people to have different opinions and things like that, uh, I forget who said it, uh, maybe maybe Reagan or something. I'm quoting one of the guys from uh, the trial the other day, but he just said, like, the fact that we have an election, a free and fair election every single four years is a miracle. It's nothing short of a miracle. Yeah. Because, like, we're the only country that does that and will has the, uh, I guess that um, I want to, I don't know. That's a, that's a George Washington thing. Here's an individual who they were basically like, we want you to be the king. And he was like, no. Right. That's that's not what we talked. That's not what we founded this country on. Mm -hmm. so that, you know, we have Washington who's lauded as this great leader. And it's because of his integrity, because of he was who he said he was. And you you hope being in present day that we have the same type of leaders who right. are who they say that they are. You know, would would someone like Trump ever... If he was awarded, you know, to be the president forever, would he ever give that up? Probably not. Right, yeah. I, you know, just, I'm just saying that based on his character. It's just from my perspective. But, um, yeah, this is – this when we talk about this country was founded on this and, you know, our forefathers and the Constitution and all that, I know that can spark debates. But really what it is, it's getting back to we are trying to make this as free as possible, as equal as possible. Yeah. And it wasn't as equal as possible when it was founded. We know that. But we want to get back to those, uh, the 
the foundation, the building blocks that we that we were founded on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, when you're saying like, oh, this guy's flying a flag, I don't want to be that. It's like if I'm on one side, if I'm on the other side, I I think, oh, you're not as American as I am. Right. We're, we're both citizens of America. We're both 100% American. And if you can't see that, if you have to fly your flag around and say I'm more American than everybody else, you're wrong. Right. Yeah. And it's weird because like, you know, I I have no problem flying a flag in my house or anything like that. Yeah. It's, you know, just the idea that, you know, it got to a weird point where I was just like, Ugh, like there's so much of this going on over there. And like, I don't want to, I don't want to be, con- you know, misconstrued as, as this. And it's just, it's such a weird thing. Like the things that you start to believe like internally and things like, during 2020, like, we sat in our house for so long. Like, Jesse and I sat there, and this was, like, just a powder keg because it was, like, <laughs> nothing to do, social media, and <laughs> politics. And it was just, like, okay, I'll play. And then, like, you know, you have your opinions, and you throw your opinions out. And then, you know, somebody jumps on your comment and calls you a fucking asshole. And then blah, blah, blah. And like, and then you're losing friends left and right. Um, <laughs> and it's just, like, it's very funny because, like, my wife would just plead and beg and just be like, please do not do this. Don't do this. Don't put anything up. So fi- it took me a long time, but I finally was just like, screw it. I'm done. I'm not playing this stupid game anymore. Good for you. It's not getting us anywhere. It's not getting us anywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't care who you are. Uh, you could literally be the most uh, world-renowned political science, whatever the fuck. And if you're going to get on, on on social media and start just, like, spewing uh, facts, I'm going to go air quotes on that one, I don't care. Like, I, I don't believe that you know everything. And I feel like, like you said, like, you know, you're just getting that pumped in information. People put themselves in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to watch CNN. Well, of course. What do you think I was hearing all the time? <laughs> Orange man, bad. Donald Trump, terrible. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> fuck that guy. And a lot of people I know watch Fox News. And it's the same goddamn thing. He should be the king. He should blah, blah, blah. Fuck Joe Biden. All this stuff. And it's just such a weird place to be in. Like... You know, I, I stopped watching the news. It's, I loved watching the news at one point, like, and that all stemmed from September 11th. That was the first time I think I ever in my entire life sat down and watched TV, like the news. And I was like, whoa, these guys have just like tons of information. And I couldn't get enough information about September 11th. Like I needed to see everything about it. I've watched, dude, I guarantee you almost every documentary I ever made about it everything even the conspiracy ones even the conspiracy ones just to see like what you know what's on both sides you know and that's it's just so weird to me that uh you know i didn't know that cnn at the time i had no idea that cnn was biased in you know towards the left and well that's because cnn doesn't make money off of the facts Fox News doesn't yeah. make money off the facts. They make money off of ratings, sure. which is you, you get ratings and higher views if you pick one side and you stick to it. You know, right now, you and I could probably have a lot more views if we just picked a side and, and ripped the other side. Oh, we'd, sure. We'd at least get 50%, you know, that would stay and and, yeah. uh, and be lifelong fans. Now uh, everyone's just calling us assholes. <laughs> I almost want that. I, I, I wish we could get comments. Can we get comments right now? I want people to just rip me apart. I don't know. I, I know. love that. My oh, phone is blowing up in my pocket right now, so oh I'm not 100% gosh. sure. I don't know that if I we, even want to. If we can yet. get, like, live, like, people just yeah, taking me down. Live chat. I would love that. Um, but it, it really is just, like, you know, I, I really hope that, if anything, what comes of uh, these trials and stuff is just that people realize that there is, and on both sides, no no uh, side of the aisle here, there is some shady shit that goes on in government, and we are not supposed to know about it. Yeah. Like, the fact that there are these fake electors that are supposed to stay in the Capitol all night long and wake up and present themselves as the legitimate ones, uh, 
you know, they were like, they went to the point of mailing those ballots back to Washington to get into the National Archive. <laughs> like, that's mind-blowing. This is a movie plot. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I hope from this we, as a people, understand, because I, I hate to be like the hippie peace guy this whole <laughs> time. I, I hate that view, but like... Want me to break out the weed? <laughs> 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 yeah, some psychedelics or something. Um, is that... If if we disagree on an argument, mm-hmm. I hope we can get to a point where it's like, okay, I disagree with you. I I don't. You have the wrong viewpoint. Is how I see it. But I can at least appreciate that you're coming from a standpoint of you think that's what's best for the nation and for the people. Yeah. And I think we've gotten away from that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, because right now, getting back to weaponizing the American flag, what we do is we. We say you disagree with me. You you hate this group of people. You you know it, it's always this like attack. Yeah, and it's not a, a sense of okay. You know, y- you have this viewpoint. Um, I don't agree with that, but I can at least see why you view it that way. Even though yeah. I completely disagree, I at least see that like oh, you think that's what's best for your family. You think that's what's best for for the country. On top of that, also, I, I always talk about this. I talk about this in my classes with my students. <laughs> Uh, which sometimes they don't engage because of that, is uh, <laughs> I think I, I mentioned this before. We're, we're built on a system that we're supposed to vote for ourselves because no one else will. So I have to vote for – I have to cast my vote of what I think. And now yeah. we're kind of getting into a point where we're voting for um, what we think is right for everybody, which right. I'm, I'm for. That's great. But then the kind of the system gets a little rocky because you're no longer voting for yourself. You're voting for what you think is best for a group of people and so i don't know I, i'm not I, I don't really have a point there i just think it's really interesting like yeah if, if everybody just casts whatever vote and democracy we go off of who the highest amount of votes right but now i'm you know now i'm like oh well i want this what's best for jordan so i'm gonna vote in that way yeah do, do you see that ever yeah i mean it's like going back to the whole like weaponized uh thing is just i feel like I drive down, I drive for work a lot. So I'm always like on the road and I always see these trucks uh, with the big thing in the back window. That's like, we, the people, and it's got like all this stuff. And I'm just like sitting there thinking like, man, those are very important words. Like I try to separate myself from the stigma that has become we, the people like, and it's like, dude, the Constitution is very important. That is why we have free and fair, fucking fair elections. That is, that is like, you know, the basis of everything our country is built on. And so those words are very important. But the fact that they now are associated with people that, you know, breached our own Capitol building... Uh, folks who swear up and down that they back the blue, but then beat the living shit out of all of these people at the Capitol. Uh, one gentleman died. Uh, Brian Sicknick, dead. Um, another uh, officer that was there, female, she was on one of the court hearings, uh, I think maybe day two. Um, she got the shit kicked out of her. She's, you know, just a petite blonde lady. Is that the police officer? Yeah. 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 And like, she got the living shit kicked out of her. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, she fell on a, a block. She crushed her or broke her head open on a, on a step, on like a step or something. Yeah. And that's like, you know, for, uh, for a group of people that sit there and, and just tout the rule of law and, uh, things like that. It just, that's where I get confused because there's a lot of like fringe people. I don't consider all Republicans bad and I don't consider all Democrats to be uh, associated with like the Black Lives Matter movement, things like that. I don't, I don't, these are two fringe groups and, and Antifa and, and Proud Boys and all that stuff. These are all like kind of groups that have kind of molded themselves into what they think they should be doing, which is protecting the people of the United yeah. States. And it's uh, it's really 
all, all those things really turn into is violence. And what I think needs to happen, and I think it's probably a popular opinion, but um, we need to find an independent candidate. There needs to be a third party. There really has to be, and it's very funny that, you know, I would even go this far, like I'm, I'm half joking, but I mean, like it should just be mandated that the next election is a is a fucking independent just to wipe the <laughs> slate clean wipe the slate clean who do we pick and just let the person clean up this fucking disastrous mess that you know republicans and democrats have have fucking created in the last two years yeah who would you who would you go with who's the independent that wins i have no fucking idea <laughs> Everyone's Dwayne the Rock Johnson to run yeah, for president. Right, yeah. Like we need another fucking celebrity. celebrity yeah, yeah. Um, you know what you should do? I'm going to start this right now. And you, you well, no, I'm not going to say it because we can't cut anything. <laughs> <laughs> we can't cut anything because we're live. So <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk after. Um, no, you know what? I, I, I'm not even going to. Yeah, I'll say it. I think you should run for some, like, like mayor of Greensburg. I think you should. You do, that. <laughs> you, you have such a solid following. I think you could uh, actually do it. I think Rob Bell's doing a great job. He is doing a great job. That's why I didn't want to say it. I don't yeah. want to attack Rob Bell. Nah, he's the man. I'm just building you up. I'm not tearing him <laughs> down. I'm building you up. The first headlines in the paper would be <laughs> Greensburg mayor carted out of Badge's bar yeah. once again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Greensburg mayor blacked out at Permani Brothers <laughs> one o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Tax money goes to medical bills. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, dude. Like, I really just want somebody who can wipe the slate clean and really kind of unite people again. Like, that's my biggest thing. Like, you know, everybody was so worried about whether you are Democrat or whether you're a Republican. Uh, so much so to the point where me and one of my best friends and my wife were at a bar, a local bar, uh, one that's very close to us. And we were, <laughs> I was in the bathroom one night with a gentleman and uh, he out of nowhere just decided to ask me what political party I'm affiliated with. And I was just like, nah, dude, I'm not getting into this. Like, you know, I just quit posting about all this shit. I'm done. Don't worry about it. And he's like, nah, dude, no, it's no big deal. He's like, just tell me. He's like, I don't care. Like, you know, fuck whatever. Fuck politics. And I'm like. I'm not saying anything. And then finally, after like five minutes of like, this guy just not letting me out of the bathroom. I'm like, well, I was like, I, I, I'm pretty left. Okay. Like, I mean, like I really, I like people and it just seems like, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're hearing about just isn't, uh, it's not so great for the people, you know? And he's like, Oh, okay. He's like, here, come up, come up here with me. And I was like, okay. We get up there. He introduces me to this giant of a man who is sitting at the bar. He is like a 24-year-old, 25-year-old farm boy giant. And he has a uh, like a red shirt on and, and, and stuff like that. And he's like, this is my friend, blah, 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 whoever the hell his name was. And he goes, he's a Republican and a soldier. And I was like, <laughs> awesome, man. I was like, well, I looked at blah, blah, blah. And I said, shook his hand. And I said, thanks for your service, man. I appreciate that. And, uh, this dude looked at the guy and goes, what, why, like, why are we being introduced? And he was like, he said he's a Democrat. And he goes, who fucking cares? (laughs) And he was like, Hey man, have a good night. And he like patted me on the shoulder and I went back down to my group of friends and I'm like sitting there and I was just like, so blown away by the idea that like, why are you trying to back me into a fucking corner? Yeah, so that guy was just like trying to set you up to yeah to brawl a little, right? It's so wow. absolutely ridiculous. Like, and that's the type of thing that I want to get away from. Um, it's like, are you a Democrat or are you a Republican? No, I'm a humanitarian. I fucking want people to feel welcome here. Uh, I want people to thrive here. Uh, I want our economy to thrive here because the people are thriving here. Um, I think that there's lots of work that we need to do. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty much that. Yeah. But that, that's a, that's a cool story because that is a pretty good metaphor of what's going on. It's just like, there's no conversation. There's no, it's just 
you know, oh, you have opposing views. Now, now something has to happen negatively. And, um, that's what we see a lot of the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so wild. Are you getting blown up? Oh yeah. I, I (laughs) mainly it's my wife. I'm I'm probably getting yelled at here. (laughs) Why? I think you've been pretty, you've been pretty respectable. Yeah. I'm being yelled at. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if I'm being, I I have a lot of notifications too. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, she knew this one was going to be a little hot. I mean, like, and and what's the deal? Like, are we supposed to just fucking pretend like none of this is going on? Like, none of this evidence is actually coming out? Like, no. are we supposed to just, like, say, oh, well, fuck, I don't know about it. I'm not talking about it. I'm not getting myself in trouble. I'm not getting myself in trouble. I'm sitting here talking about evidence. I'm talking about things that have been shown in a court of law, and I'm just commenting on it. Which is what I think we we should do. That's why yeah. that's why we're doing this. Is right. We have responsibility as the as the people whom this affects to yeah. to have a discussion about it. We're not going at each other's throats. We're not attacking right, yeah. a third party. We're just having a yeah. discussion. I haven't called Donald Trump an asshole yet, uh, and I don't plan on it. I don't know. We have, to, we have to watch it back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I have. Yeah, okay. It just I, you know, regardless of my feelings for the guy, he was the president, and he. Know, did what he did. Uh, I I watched a particular documentary on him, and it was the one where he I think it was where he built Trump Tower, and um, it's it was referencing some of the stuff I said earlier, where he just got all this work done and never yeah. never paid the bill, never mm-hmm. you know never uh, he actually finagled it where he didn't have to pay taxes for thirty years yeah. in New York City and all these types of things. I wonder how you go about that. Like these people are so goddamn smart when that. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing is like, I actually loved that. Like for, if you just take the name Donald Trump out of it, if you just look at like a con artist like that too, and my uncle and I talk about this, there's specific people that become billionaire CEOs or presidents or things like that. It's individuals who can sort of turn something off in their brain and just truly believe they rules don't apply Mm -hmm. they belong at the top they have all power and and that's one of those individuals and i think there is something to if you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing sometimes the rules don't apply to you sometimes sometimes you get away with it and that's the case of this it just so happens that you got that he got all the way to the top and there's all this evidence uh that now we're dealing with it but you you look at all the stuff that he's that he's done in the past that's just kind of gone away Mm -hmm. and that's just because he had the brute force to get through all that kind of stuff he still has all the towers he still has all the real estate he still has all the fortune he still has the casino i mean everything uh and it's really interesting to just study that type of person yeah they can just do that um you know, when you when you talk to a sane individual, that's where you get the people who are like, oh, uh, you know, I, I don't know about this guy. Um, yeah. Which I get because I'm there too. I'm like, I don't know about this guy. But I, I find him fascinating just to yeah. watch all that he's accomplished and all that he's done. Um, yeah, there's like, no doubt. I mean, the dude's a rocket ship for yes. sure. I mean, like, unfortunately, uh, his his jet wash has been left uh you know for people to pick through yeah. and stuff like that i mean he was considered the savior of new york right new yeah. york was new york was depressed and he saved new he, york he cleaned up new york and he did it by not paying any taxes and not paying bills right. and and um abusing workers and things like that i mean and he was considered the savior of new york like that's incredible to me mm-hmm. um and i think in a lot of ways he did turn the reputation of New York around, yeah. you know, not for the individuals who ended up, like you said, taking the butt end of it, but right. for other individuals like, Hey, now this is a destination again, New York's back baby. And all this, you know, yeah. so <laughs> it's crazy because even to make that story, to take that story and make it local, there was a gentleman in Latrobe that started a beverage company. It was, I don't know if you're, you're too young for this. It was called La Nature's. Do you remember the Nature's? No, I don't. So, La Nature's was basically uh, it was this like iconic like green bottle. It was like gorgeous marketing. I mean, like the water was so tasty. It was basically the first uh, 
like fizzy water that had flavoring in it. So you could oh. get like black cherry or strawberry or blah, blah, blah. And it was so good. And it was made in Latrobe. And so this gentleman who started the business um, built this small factory and, and was doing his thing. And as things were going on, this building just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden it started coming out that he wasn't paying any taxes. He wasn't paying his, the construction people. Um, and what was happening was that there was some loophole and I am not, I'm not like totally up on this. So like, don't quote me, but he basically was just, uh, if, if you have something in construction, then I guess you don't have to pay for it while it's still in construction. Uh, you, mm. there is this uh, loophole that I remember, you know, people talking about saying like, well, the building was in construction, so payments weren't due at that point. It wasn't due until the job was done. And that's why the factory kept getting bigger. So it was just always in construction. It was always, always. And I'm not fucking around. That building was in construction from the time it opened until he sat in jail. Wow. And, dude, this guy went off and built, like, some humongous multi-million dollar mansion in the middle of Ligonier. And it, there it sits. Just fucking deteriorating yeah Yeah. unoccupied um and they went into and and then they started finding out about uh laundering money and things like that they walked into like a secret cubby or room or something in this house and found like a couple million dollars worth of gold watches and like all this fucking crazy shit dude but like yeah it's nuts those people are very fascinating to see because you're right, it, it just takes the flip of a switch for someone normal to turn into some cutthroat motherfucker that's just like, I'm going to make it to the top and fuck everybody. Yeah. Like, screw everyone on the way up. And to be honest, man, there's not one billionaire that I feel is a great person, <laughs> uh, except for, and I, I don't know, I'm only going by news stories here. Uh, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She I, is. That's the one that came to my mind yeah, too. She is literally just giving away yeah. billions and billions and billions of dollars. Actually, fuck that. There is a guy, uh, the dude who owns Five Hour Energy. Okay. The drink. He is a super quiet, mild-mannered man, and what he's doing with his money is taking all of that and trying to figure out how to desalinate water from the ocean for like California, third world countries, things like that. And he actually, he has it. Like he has the idea. There's these barges that sit out and they suck in all the water and on the ship, it goes through the desalination process and everything. And then they take and they pump the water all the way back into the coast. And it's perfectly good drinking water at that point. Wow. That's it's really nuts. Cool. That that documentary is on Netflix. I, I Or not Netflix, I'm sorry, YouTube. Highly recommend okay. going on there and just typing in like five-hour energy guy. <laughs> five-hour energy guy. <laughs> Solves the water crisis. He, dude, I'm telling you what, man. It's awesome. He started a whole technology company based on solving world's problems. And that's what he pumps Don't quote me. Again, I'm pretty sure it's like 80% of his money gets funneled into that. Wow. And he just tries to create uh, a business that will solve the world's problems and keep us moving. That's rare. Dude, it's so nuts. He lives in a a pretty normal house for being a billionaire. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty wild. Well, I don't think there's any uh, living human being in the year 2022 who would ever need a billion dollars, ever. But sure about that? I paid five bucks a gallon yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that would help. I, I don't know. Not to get It's just a yet. lot of money. Well, it's to have a billion dollars, it's really hard to think. I have I have one billion dollars. I have thirty four billion dollars. I have five hundred billion dollars, whatever. Because at that point it it actually doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. You know. 
from one to, to hundreds of billions of dollars, it actually doesn't really matter. You, yeah. you, you win. You've beat the system. Um, to, to see individuals starving, to see individuals with nothing, to see individuals, you know, I, I would hope that, well, actually, I, I feel that now. I, I drive through certain areas, and I'm mm-hmm. like, because I don't even necessarily think my wife and I have a lot of money, and then I look at some areas, and I'm like, wow. Like, yeah, we need to give more, like more needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Um, And to see billionaires, because what you do is you, you convince yourself that you have earned this, that you deserve it. We all, we all do it with everything, everything you have, you know, through your job, whether you're, you know, whatever class you're in, no matter what you convince yourself, I've earned, I've done the work. I've earned this. Yeah. This is given to me. And you hoard and you keep and you say, I'm going to pass to the next generation or whatever. Um, but that just gets into that mindset of uh, certain <laughs> certain billionaires. That's that's a next level that I, I, I don't think anybody, anybody needs a billion dollars. Right. I think you can give, you know, three-fourths of it away more and you'll be just fine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that's the whole reason you're not a billionaire. And that's the that's whole reason po- I'm not. That's my point of these individuals exactly. who skyrocket to the top yeah. is is exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's feelings involved. <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, like Elon Musk, what a what a fascinating guy he is. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, young dude, uh, you know, semi good looking guy. Just uh and it seemed like he was just having a lot of fun. Like he was building Tesla and uh, then all of a sudden you hear him having these big giant fucking flamethrowers that he was like yeah. having fun with. And it's just like, then he's on Joe Rogan, he smokes some weed and it's like, whoa, this guy's like kind of cool. He's just like the dude that we need to shake it up. You know what I mean? Like he's a very cool, uh, you know, figure in society. And recently, like he was, he was, uh, touted as the first guy that's going to be a trillionaire. Yeah. And that's like, dude, I like, I don't even understand what a million dollars would feel like. Uh, so I can't understand what one billion seems like. One trillion to me is like, uh, takes me back to like 2020 when the government is sitting there saying, okay, we'll pump two trillion into. Uh, relief checks or whatever. And that was for the entire country. Yeah. We all got you know, what, 1500 bucks, yeah. something like that. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, there was this one video on um, YouTube. Maybe it was, uh, yeah, maybe it was TikTok, something bit. They, they did it by piles of rice. Yes. And I've they seen sh- that. Dude, I've how fascinating. I've like, $100,000 was one grain of rice. Yep. And then you see the pile of billion and dude. That's what I mean. It, you, There's really no difference between 1 billion and 500. But I mean, there is obviously, but. Right. You'll never, you'll never spend it. You'll just never get through it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's so crazy. Yeah. And uh, when you talk about $1 trillion, I mean, it's not like Elon could, if, if, if we said, "Hey, Elon, you you have a bill for for two hundred billion dollars right now." He can't pay that because it's tied up in assets and right. and you know uh, stocks in the Tesla company and uh, and things like that. So it's not like it's liquidated money. Right. Yeah, um, that's why it just all kind of seems so ridiculous to me. It's like, oh, he's gonna be the first trillionaire. Yeah, but it's like, no, like <laughs> it's just like made up. Like you know, right? Yeah, like it, prove it. You know, but yep. people will will say. Oh, Anyway, back to the point that you're making is, um, it, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to people like us who will who will never experience that. And maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Even though there's a lot of people who kind of chase that, um, mm-hmm. they think that that's like success. That's that's yeah. That's what we're all shooting for is to get to a billion dollars. Yeah. It's not. I mean, me and me and Jesse have had this conversation a billion times <laughs> it's <laughs> billions and billions 200 of times. billion times um it's just been forever and i i think that success what that looks like in my life is us being able to pay our bills every single month 
take our kids on really like nice trips, um, not really struggle. That to me is success. If you can pay your bills and just let that shit come out automatically and not think about it and not worry about it, I think you're successful. Like that I think is where it's at. Um, what, what, uh, is the number I'm looking at? I have no idea, but that to, to what you're speaking, that's different for everybody. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, I don't need to live in some like crazy million dollar home. Um, would I like to? Sure. Why not? Um, but you know, I feel, I feel good at the end of every day that our bills are paid and we are able to take our kids on vacation and we go hang out with our friends. We support the local community. We eat out. Uh, you know, we can do that stuff. And I think it's, I think that's important. Like people should really focus on like, not so much what they think they need or want and, and just be like, yo, I'm pretty thankful for what the fuck I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's certainly true. Um, and yeah, I think success can cert- certainly be defined by each person individually. Yeah. What they think. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's tough to imagine um, getting to a certain level. I think, I think no matter where you are in society, um, success looks different. So if I, you know, if I became the CEO of a multi-million dollar company, mm-hmm. you know, I'm no longer comparing myself to Greensburg residents. Now I'm comparing right. myself to other CEOs of multi-million dollar companies. Right. And so maybe my definition of success changes once I get to that point, yeah. you know? And yeah. So now and it I, always does. Yeah. So now I have to beat out everybody else to be more successful than that or whatever. Um, I'm using myself because I don't want to blame anybody else, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's just how it is. Your perspective changes no matter where yeah. you are. You know, you could be, um, you could be, dirt poor, unable to pay bills, um, but you know, you're a great dad, yeah. and you care for your kids, and you're always there. Like that, that success, like that can be success. Is yeah. you you care for your family, and you don't you did whatever you can to give them everything you possibly could. That could be success. Um, it just it just changes based on your status, your position all these types of things. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's how we get to people who just skyrocket to the top and right. Yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, you know, and I don't, uh, as much as we were joking earlier about like getting, catching flack for this shit and you know, I'm going to get it yelled at when I get home and all that stuff. (laughs) It's just, you know, we're presenting, you know, we're talking about what's happening in the world and like all the things that just, continue to bog up the news cycle and all of that stuff. And, you know, uh, I hope everyone thinks that, you know, we made a pretty fair assessment about everything. Um, you know, there's plenty of jokes and things like that that could have been cracked and all of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just, you know, this, t- this subject itself really isn't funny. It's not hilarious. So it's like, you know, to lighten the mood here and there. Um, but, I mean, I, I, I hope people, I hope we get some, some decent feedback on this and not just, you don't agree with me, so fuck you. Like, I hope we don't get that, which we might. Yeah, well, well, I don't know. All right with it. I don't know how you, yeah, I don't know how you feel, but I'm open to people who just yeah. want to be like, hey, I totally disagree with you. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, let's respond to that or let's see what they have to say. Right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't think we we attacked any side or anything it's just i don't think so you know here's two people who see it the way that they see it and uh this is what's happening in our lives in present day right now so it's good to talk about it right and uh if you would like to uh do your own podcast here we go about what you think plug it um you could rent this very studio it's nice you could be sitting in the captain's chair and uh you could talk about whatever you want you know what i'm thankful for i'm thankful for (laughs) These chair. Look at this. I'm. I'm like. I can lean back right. in this chair. We. This was the dream. We talked about this oh, yeah. for like months. You were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. we're gonna be able to lean back, move the arm of the mic." Oh yeah. It's rela- Oh, this is way better. This is where it's at. Yeah. You got. You got to check this out. You got to do your own podcast. Right. So. All right. 
Uh, I think we're going to call it here. I do have to pick your brain about how to how to cook a brisket. Let's talk about it. All right. We can even talk about that. We can make that an episode. Like, just talk about that in an episode. I'm all about it. Let's get some uh, let's get some barbecue dudes in here. Nice. All right. Welcome to the local seven two four podcast in three two one.